Dark Skies, episode 15 of Silverwing by Kenneth O'Pal. Goth ripped another hunk from his squirrel. Judith thoroughly, he looked up at the sky. This was the second night he spent with Shay and Maria. He was beginning to recognize a few of the stars now. It wouldn't be too long until he could navigate by himself and then he could make a quick meal of these two little bats. Still, they were useful in other ways. He didn't want... He didn't understand the trees here. Some of them spindly, leafless, branchless, some others sharp and prickly in needles. It was Maria who found the place for them to roost last night in a deserted woodpecker's hole. Shade had swallow shown him the dark stream by drink by breaking through the frozen water. He called it ice. Ice. He never had seen such a horrific thing. It was painful to touch. Cold seeping into him with shock. He realized he ruffled his wings, clo closed them tighter around his body. The wind cut through them anyway. The sooner he'd be free of the northern wasteland, the better. Rob landed beside them with a sparrow in his jaws. I want batty one. Not yet. Goth growled. You will get a bat soon enough. Have some self-discipline and remember, he added honestly, looking at Goth right in the eye. I'm a bat too. I like bat too. Throb shuffled back. A few inches ate his sparrow sullenly. What was this nocturna they keep talking about? Goth used a claw to point out some meat between his teeth. Some pathetic little religion, I suppose. Shade? had told him all about it, the battle between the birds and the beasts, the banishment, the wonderful promise. It's all ridiculous. He thought nothing, preferring to keep to Zoth's. The one true bat guard, secret for the time being. Even if Naturna existed, he said nervously, she couldn't be very powerful. Just look at the puny creature she rules over. Throb hacked out a laugh, spitting out gristles and bone at the same time. They were pitiful creatures, Goth thought. They couldn't defend themselves against pigeons. The animals, he had to admit, were somewhat formidable. Fighting against two at a time would be challenging. Still, these bats lived in total fear of them. 
afraid to show their faces during day, and now even at night, according to Sh Shade. Goth smiled. He, he seemed pleased he started the war. He needed him and two bats in Shade and wanted him to meet the leaders of the colony. Course Goth had a willingly agreed knowing that he would be long gone by then. He could fly south alone. Certainly not need the help of a mangy silverwing elder. Unless the thought slid in his head like a snake's tongue. Unless thought thoughts meant for him to be the sil to meet the Silverwing colony unless there was a design behind his capture by humans in the jungle. It made sense. Why would Zot let people let the humans bring him north? Not for a purpose. The dream hundreds of upon hundreds of small of Silverwings flying around him in the jungle. How did they get there? They got there, a voice inside his head told him, because you brought them there. In the jungle, Goth was saying that it's never cold, the heat brings in the air like the rain. The landscape is lush. Not like this rocky forest below us that bring flowers and plants and fruits like those you've never seen. The insects there, succulent, three or four would be enough to feed an entire f night. Shade leapt up as they threw the flew through the cold sky. It wasn't a beetleless beetle. It wasn't the beetles Goth described that, but the warmth that made his mouth water. Walking in the di in the even waking in the evening, he felt startled at the distant frost of his wingtips he's been beaten it off anxiously. This was the third night they spent with Goth and Throb and they were still navigating. By the Cathedral Star he wondered how long it would take before they caught up with the other Silverwings. The whole world Glazed with frost, a naked tree, the naked tree branches glistening silver. The sounds of insects dulled over past nights. Hunting became more difficult. Fewer living things came out at night now. From time to time, he spotted flocks of birds from distance and made their own. Making their own mi 
vibration cells. So far, tough. There have been no signs of any bat colonies. This worried him. The sheltered ledge over there, Maria said, pointing at the rocky hillside. We should probably find a roost, and then have we will have an hour to feed. Shade shivered at, looked at the east. He hated stopping, and always felt like he was losing time by it. At least the sun meant it was warm, a little warmer soon. His ears ached, his feet felt numb. How many bats are in your calling? He asked Throb as they goth as they circled the ledge. Checking for Ruth. Millions. Millions. It was hard to believe. Imagine two giant bats, much less millions. There's probably not enough sky for you're afraid of. Nothing, Goth told them, the vulture, hawk, and the other birds of any strength, but they don't dare attack us. Shade wandered what it would be like not to be afraid. He knew, he never knew, he was a runt. Practically everything in the sky was bigger than him. Before he can convince Gotham Throb to join them, he must count, He maybe that would count for something. He agonized on how to ask them. Drawing up was the whole idea more than once. What did he know? He what who was he to ask these bats to join their fight? Maybe he should leave it all to Frida and the other elders. Marina found a tunnel in a stone face, big enough for a Gotham throb to fit in. Inside it was dry, protected from the wind, small enough for their bodies, heat to warm quickly. Shade scanned the floor intently. What are you doing, Goth? asked. Checking for our pellets to make sure they're not nesting or here. Marina taught him how to do it. Owls swallow their prey whole. They don't chew it, and their petals contain the bones and teeth of whatever they've eaten. He was afraid of one night. He'd find part of a bat's wing or fingers or jawbone. This was clear, however, you 
live in constant fear of them going fast, we're too small to fight them. But if five of you attacked them, they never saw that. Maybe, he said. We could use our bad brothers and sisters to be treated. We can't allow our bad brothers and sisters to be treated this way, Goth said fiercely. Shade, at first, Shade thought Goth was angry with him, thinking him a coward. At, he looked at the floor. Come with us into the jungle. You will have, and your colony, I will call upon your family to help. You will, you will, more, it was more than Shade could have hoped for. You can muster an army and make north, and return to the north to fight the owls. You really, you really fight with us? It will be a great honor to help you return to the daylight. Just like Nocturna said. Without the humans' help, Marina asked. Without the humans' help, Marina asked. Shade looked at her in surprise. He'd gone. Almost the whole night without saying a word, he knew how angry she was at Goth and him. She's staring at Goth belligerently. I won't count on any help for humans, Goth snarled. They're more interested in prisoning us than setting us free. She felt Marina hitting him hard, couldn't meet her gaze. The humans knew what to think about them now. They were seemed unreliable. Marina thought they were good. Gotham Throb thought they were evil. As far as the bands and the ones like Frida and the others that burned alive, how could they be how could they count on humans? Maybe Goth's right. He's still Avoiding Marina's eyes. Maybe the gaw, maybe the humans aren't aren't going to help us. How? What do you know? She says bitterly. You aren't banded. Shade looked at her, stung. Maybe I'm not, but you know what it's like, how it feels. It was special. I didn't care about what any of you say, but it means something. Your father thought so too, Shade. He was aware of Goth watching intensely. I know what my father thought. He, maybe he was wrong. You're just going to give up on him, too? Go off in the jungle and look without looking for him? Of course not. Of course I'm going to look for him. So just... It's just you, me you're giving up on? Before he could 
fumble forward, she flew from the stone hollow into the night. Marina, he shouted, and was to dart after her, but Goth spread his massive wings. Don't worry, she'll be back. Let her calm down. I don't want to hurt her feelings. You didn't. She put too much hope in these bands. Now she feels angry and foolish. She'll get it over. She'll get over it. Let, yes, said Shade. Looking after her, he should have felt deliriously happy about that Goth and Throb were going to help him form an army. But he felt dead weight of disappointment in his stomach. We know the stars enough by now, Throb said. We can, what are use of, are the bats, let's eat them. Keep your voice down, Goth hissed. Looking across the treetops where shade forged insects, he turned back to Throb. You'll do as I say when I say without me, you'd still be in that prison, eating those watery mice. Remember that. He never. He didn't tell, he didn't, he hadn't told Thrall about his plan, that he wouldn't, and he wouldn't. Everything was so clear to him. He would, once he managed to unlock the dream's meaning, he would travel with Shade and Marina until they met the Silverwings, and then they would convince them to go to the jungle, thinking everything, thinking they would raise an army, but once they reached his homeland. The Silverwings would be the slave of his family. Year after year, they would breed, cheating, creating an endless supply of young bat flesh for them to devour. They would be eternal sacrificial offerings to Zots, who sent his servant Goth north to prove himself to bring the silver wings to the jungle. Shade hadn't suspected his purpose. It has been so easy. The silver wing was spirited, yes, and intelligent, but he was so desperate for glory as if he could ever He was so desperate for glory as if he could ever have it, the scorning little thing. But Maria was more worried about her. He was more worried about her. She doubted them. He could tell. She, it seemed like Shade was safely on his side now. And he would, wondered how loyal he would be to his bright wing companion. Could he afford to lose Shade or she would sway him. He turned to Throb. You want bat so easy? Find the bright wind killer. Marina? Shade? Getting worried. He fled for half an hour. She still hadn't come back. And all and so should have been off she shouldn't have been off alone, not at all times. There were, might be an owl sentry nearby, clutch of crows. He 
he flew the stone ledge where they found the roost. He passed. He hadn't seen Gothos Rob either. A panic fluttered through him. Had a squadron of owls take struck without him take taken all of them. He wanted to shout, but he didn't want to make only mark him where there's owls. He began to wide circle the roost, staying close above the trees, peering down into them with his echo vision. He and his circle, he finished his first circle, started again wider, the branches of the oak, he spotted the throb, hunched over, he water a leaf, down he could hear the raw, sticky sounds of feeding, the feeding of Splayed out on the side, throb shoulder was a head he could make out of a lifeless wind. His realization, revulsion, suddenly gave way to horror. His echo vision gave gave flared at the edges. He was seized with a terrible weakness, afraid he might faint. This was no feathered feathers on wing. It was fringed, bright fur, leathery like ridges of fingers. On a silver was a bright wing. Throb was eating a bright wing bat.